Welcome to the Tape Ministry of the Embassy of the Word of God, where God is releasing men and women into exploits through the preaching of the Word of Faith. Be transformed and impacted as you listen to God's Word. Tonight we want to look at the finishing stages of the word um we have been looking at we've been looking at understanding or spiritual understanding the word of god says in the book of proverbs chapter number four um the verse number seven and we'll make room for questions so if you have questions tonight get ready to bring on your questions proverbs chapter four the verse number seven the scripture says wisdom is the principal thing therefore get wisdom and with all thy getting get understanding praise god get understanding he says exalt her and she shall promote thee she shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her but my emphasis is in verse 7 get wisdom and in all thy getting get understanding so tonight we're going to look at get wisdom. I'm going to just speak briefly. And then after that, we shall take questions. Get wisdom. We have interpreted understanding as the ability to interpret the divine will of God or the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. And our interpretation of the divine truth or God's truth gives us the ability to walk in that truth. So your inability to interpret the truth of God's word or the truth that you need in God's word will cause you not to walk in some level of truth. And the scripture tells us that the path of the just is as a shining light that shines brighter and brighter onto a perfect day. It just simply means that the path of the just is full of the wisdom of God, the light of God. And the light of God is the understanding of God, the illumination of God. So when it gets brighter and brighter, your path also gets brighter. That's why understanding is very critical. Um, Jesus speaking to them in Matthew 13, um, one of the scriptures we have been looking at, verse 13. Um Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And he says, in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, by hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. Hallelujah. Seeing you will see and shall not perceive. And we have been able to actually um, look at this. We've looked at perception um, in interpreting the will of God. And I have explained to you what perception is and the seeing over there is. Praise God. But we see from the previous verse that there are two gates to the heart the ear gate and the eye gate. And unless these two or these two senses are functional, 
you will not be able to receive in your heart so that you will be able to receive what understanding. And so understanding is very important. But the scripture says, before you get understanding, get wisdom. And tonight, the we want to understand why is it that sometimes we pray and we know the will of God in general, and yet we don't get the results that we should get. And it is because we need the wisdom of God. First Corinthians chapter 2. The verse number nine um, gives us an insight. First Corinthians two nine it says, "But as it is written." So the writer Paul is quoting from the Old Testament, and he's saying, "As it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard." Still talking about the two gates. Neither has it entered into the heart of man. So the same things Jesus said, Paul is reiterating here. That I has not seen, quoting from the Old Testament, obviously Isaiah, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man. And we have understood the things that affect the eye and the things that affect the hearing. The things which God has prepared for them that love him. Verse 10. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. And in our studies, we found out the role of the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer. The role of the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit will be our teacher, our guide. He will guide us into all things. He shall teach us God's truth. For the Spirit searcheth all things. Hallelujah. The Spirit searcheth how many things? All things. Yea, the deep things of God. So there are depths in God. There are deep things in God that the Spirit of God wants to show you. The depths in God relate to your day-to-day life, relate to the day-to-day things you do, the things that happen in your life on a daily basis. So how do we know the specific will of God concerning specific things, things that may not necessarily be written in the Word of God, but are concerning you? How then do we use the wisdom of God to get results when we are faced with troubles, those are the questions we want to answer tonight. Verse 11, the scripture says in the verse number 11, For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man, which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. And I've used an extensive time to explain this verse, so I'm not going to explain it again. Verse 12, but I'm going somewhere with this, so stay with me. Now, we have received... Not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things. So there are things you get to know, the things that are what freely given to us of God. So we said that in the liberty that the spirit of God has granted us in our salvation, we get to know things. So your liberty is not in view if you don't know. Know the things that are freely given to us of God. So you must be able to engage knowledge for your freedom to become effectual. Jesus said, the truth that you know is what will make you free. So what you don't know will not make you free. So your freedom is not in view when you don't know. And that's why it will be like a man groping in the dark 
And when a man is grouping in the dark, we see that person is in what? Darkness. And darkness simply means that you are living in a life of no understanding. So that's why understanding is very critical. So that we may know the things that are freely given to us of God. The liberty in the spirit for us to enjoy. Enjoy what? Enjoy good health. Enjoy prosperity. Enjoy increase. Enjoy the guidance of the Lord. Enjoy the protection of God. Enjoy the the covering of God. All of these things are the liberties we have in Christ. The, the things that have been freely given to us in Christ. And But we need to understand our level. We need to have knowledge to be able to enjoy these liberties. Praise God. Verse 13. With things also. Now listen to this. This is how these things are communicated. The things that we need to have liberty to enjoy are communicated through speech. With things also we speak. Not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth. So it is the communication of the word of God is called the wisdom of God, but that which the Holy Ghost teacheth. So we said the teaching of the Holy Spirit is the wisdom of God. So when you are listening to the word like this, what the Holy Spirit is doing is transporting into your spirit God's truth, God's word, comparing spiritual things with spiritual, judging spiritual things. Anything that is not spiritual is not truth enough. No matter how much nice it looks, anything that is not in the spirit is inferior in quality and inferior in quantity. So that is why the scripture tells us that no no man after the flesh, but after what? The spirit. Why? Because if you know a man after the spirit, you know the quality of their spirit and not the physical. And so spiritual truth or the truth of God is spiritual. And then, so how then do we engage with this spiritual truth? We engage most of the time with spiritual truth through the meditation of God's word. And we have said this so much in this series, we can't say it enough. We engage through meditation. So the question now is, what happens to us the moment we are confronted with a problem? Most believers, the moment we are confronted with a problem, the first thing we want to do is to start quoting scripture and start blasting out in tongues and start speaking out words. And that sometimes will bring results, but sometimes will not bring results because there is not, it's not, there is not consistent with the truth of God's word. So how then do we make the word of God effectual? That's what I'm going to be teaching tonight. Okay. So pay attention. Now, Let's look at an example in the life of Jesus. Mark chapter number 11. Mark chapter 11. Mark 11. Mark 11 from the verse number 14. The scripture tells us, And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. The disciples heard the words Jesus spoke. Jesus met a fig tree that had branches and therefore should be fruitful and was not fruitful. 
But we see the King James say, Jesus answered and said unto it, that meant that the tree was speaking. Hallelujah. The scripture tells us or makes us understand that there was a speaking. It, in, in, it's a Greek word. It's the word apokrinomai or A-P-O-K-R-I-N-O-M-A-I. Let me repeat it again. A-P-O-K-R-I-N-O-M-A-I. A-P-O-K-R-I-N-O-M-A-I. Apokrinomai. And what does that mean? It means to conclude for oneself by implication to respond, to begin to speak where an address is expected. To begin to speak where what an address is expected. To answer a question. So that tells us that the tree, even though it did not have fruit, was speaking. What was it communicating? It was speaking to Jesus. It was telling Jesus, you will not have fruit today. This tells you that it is beyond just the natural, the beyond just what you see physically. It is beyond what was being, was happening physically. There was something happening in the realm of the spirit and needed response. You see, so apokrinomai means to give an answer to a question proposed, to answer a question, to begin to speak. But always is preceded by something that has already been said. So what was said before? Everything you confront in life is speaking to you. People, everything you confront in life is speaking to you. It's speaking and telling you something. It's either telling you that, look, you won't get this thing. Or it is trying to fight against the word of God, the truth of God's word. And there is a need for you to respond appropriately. So when this happened, we see Jesus respond and they, and they come to Jerusalem. Um, verse 15. And Jesus went into the temple and began to cast out them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves. But you'll find out that before then, he had gone to that same temple and never did anything there. He never cast anybody out, never beat anybody. Why did he take so much time before he later did this? We will see that in a moment. That's the principle we want to learn. And he taught, saying unto them, Is it not written in my house? Is it not written? My house shall be called of all nations the house of prayer. But ye have made it a den of thieves. So what was going on there? The money that was, people will bring in doves according to the law, the Jewish law to come and sacrifice. But when they get there, there are certain people that will tell them that these are maimed, these are defamed. So you must, we have perfect ones that we can give you. So you must bring special offering that will give you special ones. It's, it's like, it's like what we see in the church today, you know, you, 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 they say, no, 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 this is your kind of problem. It needs special attention. It needs special direction. So you must bring some special seed. So when you bring that special seed, then I'll give you the direction so that the, your, the results can be quick. And sometimes these things, they, you bring the direction and the results are just not there. It's not there. Why? Because thieves have entered into the temple and they are robbing the children of God of what has been freely given to them. 
eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart. So it needs to enter the heart. The things. So you need to have understanding on what to do. Jesus cast them out. But he did this because of what I'm going to be saying to man. Mark 11, 22 to 23. Jesus taught here the principle of faith in God. And Jesus answering saith unto them, have faith in God. Verse 23. Then he says this in the verse number 23. For verily I say unto you that whosoever, it doesn't preclude anybody, shall say unto this mountain. So there is a need for a saying. He's trying to explain why he spoke to the mountain earlier. Why he spoke to the tree earlier. Be thou removed. And be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, 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 the place of understanding in his heart, which means that anytime you, you, you have doubt in your heart, it just simply means that you have not received understanding in your heart, or the eyes of your heart, the eyes of your understanding is crowd, is, is crowded, or, or is covered. Hallelujah but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. So is it just everything we say we will have it? Yes, Jesus says so. Jesus says it's emphatic, which means that faith, number one, is a law, and it's a spiritual law. It's a spiritual principle when obeyed would deliver for you just like any law or natural law in the natural. Faith is a spiritual principle that obeys spiritual laws. When engaged, will grant unto you the results you need. Jesus said, whosoever shall say. So when you say, according to faith in God, it will happen. Now, why when, why did Jesus started, why did Jesus start teaching this? Because of verse number 29, from 19 to 21. 19 says, And when even was come, he went out of the city. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, saith unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou curseth is withered away. Jesus did not say he cursed it. But from what he spoke, Peter saw that what he said was a curse. And Peter says, the tree you cursed has withered away. 22, and Jesus answering, now then he began to teach them the principle of faith. To let us know that what happened to the fig tree was him engaging this principle of faith. So number one, faith is a law. When engaged, will work. But we will find out that Faith doesn't just work because we spoke. This is why sometimes we don't have consistency. Jesus commanded us to have what? Faith in God. And then after that, he now tells us that faith will answer to anybody who will obey the principle. It will work for anybody. 24 to 25 of the same verse. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, hallelujah. 
believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. So why is it that we pray sometimes and we don't get things? And sometimes we pray and we get them. And it looks like it looks like as if there's some, some charm or something. Alright, whatever it is. <laughs> it looks like magic. Abacadabra. It looks like magic. So we must, it's like a magic wine. So when you get the, one time you get the, the, the code correctly, then it happens. Another time it doesn't happen, you don't have the code. And so it looks as if our faith is all over the place. No, but there is a reason why. Abracadabra. Uh-huh. Somebody said abracadabra. Uh-huh. Thank you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Verse number 25, he says, And when ye stand praying, forgive if ye have ought against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. So, faith begins, number one, where the will of God is known. Faith begins when the will of God is known. You must know. And what is the will of God? The will of God is, in general terms, most of us know what the will of God is. The will of God is that you prosper. The will of God is that you, you do well. The will of God is that you walk in health. The will of God is that you are protected. The will of God is that no harm will come to you. But in general, these are the general um, spectrum of the will of God. But beyond that, are there specifics that deed, specifics concerning the will of God? Yes. And this is where the Holy Spirit's ministry to you is very important. John 14, verse number 10. Jesus said, I am in the Father, and the Father in me. Then he says, Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me. The words, now listen, the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father, that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. And who is the Father that dwelleth in him? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, because God the Father is in heaven. The Holy Spirit is the indwelling Spirit. And he was the Spirit that was given to Jesus without measure. Now, and the same Spirit is what we have received. It says, just as my Father has sent me, so send I you. And that is why, he spoke to us and said, when he, the spirit of truth come, if he goes down, if you go down a little to the verse number 26 thereabout, um, the scripture tells us what the spirit of God will do for us. He says, but the comforter, who is the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you. He says, the things that I speak, they are the things that my father that dwelleth in me speaketh to me. So that means that Jesus will not utter words unless the father in him have given him utterance. This is where the Holy Spirit now, through the wisdom of God, grants you specifics concerning specific things. Not the general will of God. The general will of God is that you must walk in in, in, in divine protection. 
but then you find out in particular situations where the will of God in specificity, specificity, I don't know this evening, in, in specifics, let me put it that way, must, must, must come to bear. And you, there, this is where you need the Holy Spirit. And that is not when to begin to quote scripture. Oh Lord, the word says that by your stripes I am healed. No, you will not get answer like that. You now need to go to the Holy Spirit to grant you specifics concerning that particular thing that you are desiring. Based on what you hear from your spirit, now you utter words. Jesus said, the, the father that dwelleth in me, the words that I speak to you, is not of myself. Jesus never spoke of himself. So when he spoke to the fig tree, he was speaking from what he has heard from the father that was in him. So when he spoke, he didn't look back. He walked. And definitely, if it is the rhema word of God, the scripture tells us, with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. With God, all things are what? Possible. In other words, the rhema word of God, when spoken, because it is rhema, because you heard from another realm, from the realm of the spirit, cannot fail. You are not speaking mere words. You are speaking words that have been empowered by the spirit of God from your inner man. Hallelujah. This is how the law of faith works. So it doesn't work just because you have scriptures and you are quoting. But when you are faced with a particular situation, take time to first receive the wisdom of God concerning that specific situation, that particular situation. This is what the scripture means by get wisdom. And in order to get it, get what? Understanding. You have to get understanding concerning to be able to interpret the divine will concerning that specific situation. So David in the Old Testament had this principle. What did he do? They came home, found out that they have been looted. The enemy has come home, looted everything, taken everything away and gone away. What did David do? The Bible said that David inquired of the Lord. David was a, no doubt he never lost a battle. David will not go without inquiring from the Lord. You, because you have Bible, so you want to quote Bible. And you have been quoting the Bible without resource. The Bible, it is not the Bible that is not potent. It's not the scriptures that is not potent. It is the word inside you that has not been mixed with faith that is not potent. The scripture says the word must be mixed with faith in our heart. It says the word preached to them did not profit them because it was not mixed with faith. In their heart, the place of understanding. Hebrews. In the place of understanding. The word was not mixed with what? Faith in their hearts. In other words, they have not been able to see with that other eye. They have not been able to what? See. So the word preached did not profit them. You see why the word preached may not profit you? Because it has not been mixed with faith. In your heart. The scripture says in them that heard it. It's not just the hearing. It's not just the seeing. It must enter the heart. 
and the way it enters the heart is that the word of God must receive illumination through inquiry, through a search. The search comes through meditation. And when you meditate on the word, as you meditate seeking the wisdom of God concerning that particular situation, then unless it's an emergency that needs an emergency response, you need to take time and step back. Meditate on the word. Spend time with the Holy Ghost. Holy Spirit, what would you have me do, Lord? I know the general will of God, but concerning this particular illness, concerning this particular situation, it is not going. Why is it not going? Spirit of God, show me, Lord. And as you inquire, the Bible says that we have not received the spirit that is of the world, but the spirit that is of God. To what? To open our hearts, to show us the things that have been freely given to us. So by virtue of that, illumination comes, light comes. Hallelujah. And this is how we receive the wisdom of God. And based on that wisdom of God, we step out. We make declarations because God has given us a word. And when you speak, it can never fail. Hallelujah. Proverbs 4, 7 says what? Get wisdom. In all you're getting, get understanding. John, John 14, 26 says what? That the Holy Spirit, him, the Spirit of truth, when he shall come, he shall what? Guide you into all truth. He shall teach you of things to come. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30 tells us that Jesus has been made unto us what? Wisdom. He has been made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. He is the wisdom of God. So as a child of God, you have the wisdom of God, but you must tap into it. You must tap into it. James 1, the verse number 5 to 6 tells us, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask. So God's wisdom belongs to us. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give it to all men liberally. In other words, without holding back. And I breathe it not, and it shall be given him. Verse 6. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Now, so your heart is established in the word of God when you spend time meditating on the word of God. Praise God. Your heart is established. The scripture says he will keep him in perfect peace. Him whose mind is stayed on the Lord. How do your mind stay on the Lord? When there are trouble around you, don't just move out. Don't just step out. Take time, step back. When things are moving on around you, there are waves around you, things are not working the way you want it to work and it's not consistent with the will of God. Step back. Begin to inquire from the Lord. Holy Ghost, I know your will. This is not consistent with your will. What should I be doing now? And as you inquire, take two, three days, Go on a, go on a fast, go on a prayer retreat, whatever, but spend time in the word. Don't just go praying. Just go inquiring from the Lord. Pray in the spirit. As you pray in the spirit, search the scriptures. As you search the scriptures, meditate on them. What is it, Lord, concerning this, this situation? This specific situation that is not going, turning around. And as we do this over time, Within the period where you have set yourself apart, the Holy Ghost will whisper a word to you. Then you'll find out that by virtue of that word, when you step out and speak that word, that becomes the remark word of God. This is what brings about changes. So Jesus said that have faith in God. Then he says that. So the faith of God can never fail. If it's a faith of God, it must produce. He says when you speak to this mountain, 
and you do not doubt in your heart, it will bring for you what it has said it will bring. So if faith does not fail for nobody, why is yours failing? It is failing because the rudiments or the law of faith demands the principles that will make faith work. Praise God. John 11, 43 to 44. John 11, 43 to 44. And when he has thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Verse 44. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus saith unto them, Loose him and let him go. But before then, um, you find earlier on, he had heard that Lazarus had died. They brought him news. that Lazarus, his friend, had died. He didn't go. He spent three days waiting. What was he waiting for? And his disciples were saying, ah, Lazarus. No, no. First he said, Lazarus, our friend is asleep. So the guys were not worried. If he's asleep, that's okay. But how could he be telling you from far? They bring news from far that Lazarus is asleep. It doesn't cross your mind that no. He's speaking something else. And they were just like, ah, okay. Lazarus is asleep. Okay, that's fine. But then he knew they did not get it. So he told them, Lazarus is dead. Well, hey, Lazarus dead. They became confused. But the master never moved. It took him three days. When he got there, his sisters were saying, Oh, master, if you had come early, you could have done something. We've seen you heal the sick and all that. You know, but you could have done something. He said, I'm the resurrection and the life. He that believes on me. He <laughs> shall never die. They were like, no, 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 no. We know, we know. In the last day, he says, I'm the resurrection and the life. Then he goes to the tomb. And they were, they couldn't really understand his communication. They, and he was sad. He cried. They thought he was crying for Lazarus. No, he could not. And he says, Lord, I know that you, with the prayer you prayed there, I know that you heareth me. But for the sake of these people, always. But I say, for the sake of these people that are here, then he made the command. What was he doing for all those three days? What he was doing is this principle. He was waiting to hear a word from the father that dwelleth in him. When he heard the word, he says, let us go to Bethany and, uh, and wake our, our friend. And when they went, the prayer he prayed, very short. He's not praying. Come out, 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 come out. He said, Lazarus, come forth. And he came forth bound with great clothes. Hallelujah. So the principle is very simple. Number one, faith is spiritual law. If we use it like Jesus did, it will work for us just like it worked for him. Number two, and we use Mark 11, 23 to 24. Number two, Jesus didn't just pray or see whatsoever came to his mind when he was confronted with problems. He made sure he had first heard from the Father that dwelleth in him. John 14, 10. If I'm just going through all the scriptures we've gone through tonight. And he never said a word on his first visit like he did in the temple. In Mark 11, 15. But when he heard from the Father, in the same journey, that when he cursed the fig tree, he went to the temple and sacked them from there. Beat them and sacked them. Hallelujah. Why? He has heard from the Father. And then, fourth point, 
as a believer, you have the wisdom of God. Ask God for that wisdom. Tap into the wisdom of God. Let the wisdom of God come on bear, come, come to bear on the particular specific problem you are dealing with. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 1 30 says, We have the wisdom of God. And then before you try to use your faith, use your faith to get wisdom first. Hallelujah. Use your faith to get what? To get wisdom first. And when you receive the wisdom of God, it becomes the rhema of God. By this wisdom, by this truth, you can now speak forth words. And the Holy Ghost that has granted you graciously these words will make sure that the word does not return unto him void. Many a times, if the word is returning to God void, chances are that the word that is returning is the word that is not from God. If it's from God, it will not return unto him void. Hallelujah. Isaiah um, 55 verse 11 tells us, ten, let's start from 10, Isaiah 55 from verse number 10. He says, the words that come out of his mouth shall not return unto him void, but shall go to what? To accomplish what it is, what he has been sent forth to do. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, if the word is coming from him, he says, for as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the, the earth, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. When the word is from the mouth of God, is rhema. But it shall accomplish that which I please, the will of God. I please the will of God. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. In any realm where we have issues, the scripture says, sent forth, he sent forth his word. The word healed them. The word delivered them from all their destructions. The word must be sent forth. But we can't send forth the word anyhow. There is a need for understanding, which comes through first acquiring the wisdom of God. So it says, in order getting, get what? Understanding. But it says, get wisdom. First is the principal, is the class prefect. Get wisdom first. And then the wisdom of God will now grant you the understanding you need, the interpretation, the accurate interpretation of the problem. And then when you release the word, there will be solution. Hallelujah. Nobody greater, nobody greater than you. If you're not sure that you're born again, but you want Jesus to be resident as the Holy Spirit, he says, soon you will not see me. That's his death. But he says, soon you will see me because I go to the Father. The only way we can see him is through the Holy Spirit. If for any reason you want to receive Jesus into your heart, I want to pray for you quickly now, wherever you are, just pray this prayer with me, declare with me, Father, let the Spirit of God come into me. Let me not be the same. I ask, oh God, that make me a new creation through the work of regeneration through the death the burial and the resurrection of jesus christ father i receive into my spirit a new spirit i am a new creation from today i refuse to be the son and the daughter of the devil i receive 
from today the spirit of sonship therefore I take dominion thank you for the gift of salvation thank you for the gift of salvation father I ask that the Holy Spirit will come into me strong in the name of Jesus. Now pray this prayer me, declare me in the name of Jesus. If you don't speak in tongues, declare me in the name of Jesus. By the evidence of speaking in tongues, I receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost and with the outward manifestation to begin to speak in tongues now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I receive the gift of speaking in the Holy Ghost now. Couldn't find one to compare To your grace, your love, your mercy